0: Good evening. Welcome to 21 Days of Prayer. So excited for tonight, and there's already an expectation in the house tonight of what the Lord is going to do. Tonight, as uh, I share a little devotional, I, I want to share tonight on knowing Him and knowing Him more. And as I was preparing for tonight this phrase kept bubbling up inside of me as I was thinking about that phrase of knowing him more. And the phrase was, knowing him more is the way forward. If we're ever gonna progress in every area of our life, we need to know him more. If we're gonna progress as a church, we need to know him more. If we're gonna progress as a family, we need to know him more if we're going to progress in our, our personal relationship with him, obviously we need to know him more. Every area of our life, we need to know him more, and that's the way forward. I want to know him like those in the Bible. The Bible is so full of different stories about how God responds to his people, about God's character. It's, it's so full of, of stories about People that knew him in such an intimate way. And I don't know about you, but I want to know him that way. I want to know him like Moses. I want to know him like David. I want to know him like Abraham. Do you want to know him tonight? Many of you in here, most of you in here, I should say, you're saved, you're on your way to heaven. But we can know him more. We can know him more and more and more and and in deeper ways every single day. You know, we come to church simply to know him more. If we would boil down why we're in this building right now, it's to know him more. If we would boil down Christianity, it's to know him and to be known by him. To be known by him and to know him. Simple. We want to know him more. And tonight, I want to ask a few questions, and I want us to take stock of our life as we Listen to these questions. Has life felt like it's been in decline for you? Maybe, maybe in just specific areas of your life, they've kind of felt a little in decline or maybe they've felt like it's plateaued. And I want you tonight to think about those areas and I want you to think of them in such a way like the Bible says, that when we are weak, he is strong. So I want you to think about those areas maybe that feel plateaued or declining and realize that God wants to show himself strong in those areas. He wants you to know him in those areas. Think about those areas right now. Maybe there's an area of your life that feels plateaued or declining a little bit. That's an invitation from the Lord to know him in that area. Next question, what don't you like to pray about? What won't you pray about? What can't you pray about? think about that for a second. What can't you pray about? When you think of this one thing, when you think of that person, when you think of that situation, you say, eh, I can't pray about that. That's an invitation from the Lord to know him more. It may feel like an impossible thing to pray about, but if you would commit that thing, commit that situation to the Lord, you'd come to know him in a different way in that area. Where are we at with our relationship with Jesus? You see that any area in our lives that we struggle to pray in reveals to us that we need an encounter with Jesus in that area. We need to know him in every area of our lives. The meaning of "know" in the dictionary is having developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them. And in the original Hebrew, it meant to enter into covenant with them. Tonight, as we pray, we are reminding ourselves of the covenant that we're in with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When we come into a setting like this, we are not only, like I said in the beginning, knowing him, but we are being known by him. We are activating that covenant that we have where we can walk boldly into his throne room and make requests. Do you want to know him in a personal way, like we're talking about tonight with the meaning of no? Or do you want to remain where you're at with the head knowledge that you have? Do you want to remain just to be able to recite scripture verses? Or do you want a personal encounter with the Lord of the Bible? Do you want to know him more? The Bible says in Daniel 11.32 that those who know their God will be strong and they'll do exploits. I want to stop there for a second. Those who know their God, they will be strong and they will do exploits. We talked about that at the beginning. Which areas of your life may not feel strong right now? Maybe they feel like they're in a decline or they're plateauing. If you knew God in that area, He would give you strength. And we're going to ask for that tonight in every area of our life. You see, David showed us what knowing God sounds like when he was faced with a situation, when he went to the front lines to meet his brothers, and there was uh, Goliath who was mocking God. David, because he knew God, because he had spent time in the pastures, in the wilderness, getting to experientially know the Lord. He was able to respond like only someone that knew God could respond like. He said, I've killed the bear, and I've killed the lion, and I'll kill you. Only people that have encountered the Lord and know him can speak like that. Can we speak like that tonight? In every area of your life, think about Protection in your life. Think about healing in your life. Think about provision in your life. When things come up in front of you, can you speak to them like David spoke? Do you know God in every area of your life? You see, Jesus showed us what knowing God looks like in the results of his life. Jesus said nothing and did nothing, he didn't see or hear his father saying or doing can we say the same thing about our life? The word of God shows us and tells us what knowing God even feels like. Knowing God is peace that passes understanding. Even in a storm, Jesus could sleep because he knew his father. Have we felt that in every area of our life? Maybe some of you are going through some things tonight in a certain area of your life And if you don't know God in that area, you won't have peace. But tonight, an opportunity to surrender, like Pastor Randy talked about last night, those doors, those hidden doors of surrender, behind when you unlock those hidden doors and surrender those to the Lord, there is peace. And there is a new knowledge of him in that area of your life. Knowing God another way that it feels like is what we just read in Daniel eleven thirty two. You feel strength when you know the Lord in specific areas of your life. What does knowing God feels like? It feels like love, love that you've never felt from a human, love that you could never explain, love that no human could ever even tell you or or uh, exhibit to you. This is something that we can feel as a believer. We can feel that everlasting love of the Lord. Another thing is a sound mind. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. That is knowing God. That is one of the things that we can experience when we know God is a sound mind. Do you need that tonight? He wants to know you in that area of giving you a sound mind. Do you need a sound mind tonight? I want you to ask for that tonight as we we pray. Let us admit tonight that there are areas of our life that we do not feel strong in. Maybe we've never felt strong in or currently we're just feeling that way. But when we truly know him, we won't run to bread that doesn't satisfy. We all have things in those areas of our life where we run to, in the area where we're weak in, we run to something first instead of the Lord. But tonight I pray that the Lord puts such a burr under your saddle that you would never feel satisfied in that specific area of your life that you feel weak and you run to something else instead of him. I pray that you would leave unsatisfied until you've laid that in front of him. And you say, God, I wanna know you in that area that I feel weak in. I pray that for you tonight. The Bible says that his sheep know his voice. And those who know him know his voice. Only sheep that spend time with him know him. Do you want to know him tonight? The Bible says in Psalms 46.10 to be still and know. Sometimes we have to push aside our busy schedules like we're doing these 21 days of prayer. Sometimes we have to stop and, and just like that verse says that, be still and know. We're so, we don't even know what still means in America. That's why the Bible says, get away, get into your prayer closet, get into a, a place where there's not the busyness of life. And that's why some of you these last five, six days have said, man, I've never heard the Lord so clearly. It's because you're still. It's because you're before him with an intention to hear from him. And he is going to speak even more tonight. Simply put, we stop everything to be with him. And as we are with him and we speak to him, we know him more. And as we go into our second worship song here before we start our our time of personal prayer, I want you to think about that. What can't you pray about? What won't you pray about? What don't you pray about? The Lord's asking you those questions tonight. And he wants you to recognize that you need an encounter in those areas of your life. So let's worship together.
1: Spirits out, rushing wind, fire of God fall within. Holy Ghost, breathe on us. We pray as we repent, turn from sin. Revival embers, smolder. i of heaven.
0: As we enter into corporate prayer tonight, I want to remind you that this is a, a place where we practice the gifts of the Spirit. So as we, as we uh, end tonight in prayer, if there is something as we're, as we're praying and you feel the Lord put something on your heart for someone else, we would, we would just ask that you respect their space, walk up to them and say, Hey, I feel the Lord has something uh, for you and I want to share that, that with you. So feel free if that's something during this time that the Lord lays on your heart. Please do that as well. Father, we thank you tonight for prayer. And we thank you that we can walk boldly. We can walk boldly into your throne room, Lord, and we can get to know you even more, Father. We're so thankful that we can do that, that the veil was torn, that we can walk right in and know you even more, Father. And we're reminded about those questions you asked us earlier about. What can't we pray about? What won't we pray about? And we put those before you right now. And I challenge us all right now to, to think about those couple things. Maybe it's a name. Maybe it's a situation. Maybe it's a date on the calendar. Maybe it's something that you just can't pray about, you won't pray about. Put it before the Lord right now. Tonight, he wants to encounter you in that area, and he wants you to know him as the God that will give you wisdom in that. He'll give you guidance. He'll give you deliverance on that. But that is, those are things that he does not want you to live in confusion about. He doesn't want you to live in bondage about. And tonight, he wants to know you in those areas. So we give those to you tonight, Lord. And we say that we want to know you in the area of relationships, Lord, that we just can't pray about. God, in the areas of of financial breakthrough that we need, that we just have stopped praying, Lord, because we don't know how, we give that back to you. And we ask, God, that we would know you as the God of provision. We give you those instances tonight, God, those people that we just can't pray about. We give them to you tonight, Lord, and know that you can intervene in a way that we don't know how. We give you those situations tonight, Lord, and we thank you, God, that we want to know you more. Father, we want to know you like David, that when we mess up, Lord, that you are the God of forgiveness. Father, you reinstated David and you called him even a man after your own heart, and I pray that that we would even so, we, would, we wouldn't even be entertaining sin in our lives, Lord, that we would so know you and and we would see you for who you are, God, that that would be so far from who we are. We ask that we would know you in that way tonight, Lord. We ask that we would become to know you like Enoch. The Bible says that he was just walking with you like a friend one day, and then you took him on to be with you. We want to know you, God, like a friend. We want to know you, God. We want to be able to pray throughout the day and, and enter, um involve you in the small things in the large things Lord we want you to be our friend we want you to be with us every second of every day father and we want to know you that way father we want to know you in in, there are certain people in our lives that we desire to know you God just like Saul when he became Paul there are people God that that need to know you that are far from you They're far from you, God, and they need to know you and encounter you as the God who can radically transform lives. We want to know that, know you in that way, God, and we want people to know you in that way, Father. We want to know like Paul when he was shipwrecked, Father. He went through all these different things and, and he still had good things to say about you because he knew you, Lord. We want to know you that way. Father, we want to know you like Peter encountered you after he denied you, Lord. Later on, you reinstated him, Lord, as the rock of your church. Many of us have felt like we have failed you, that we have failed you in many areas of our life, God. But tonight, I pray that you begin to whisper to our hearts the things that you are moving us out of and into. Father, the things that, that you have cast so far as the east is from the west, these things that, that feel like they hold us down, you have let those go, Father. And tonight I pray, like we spoke earlier, for a sound mind to be able to give up those situations and instances that we hold on to. We wanna know you, God, as the, the God who forgets and forgives. Father, like we prayed earlier in Daniel, that those who know their God will be strong and they'll do exploits, Lord. Remind us that the point of becoming strong and knowing you in every area of our life is not to flex our spiritual muscles, Lord. It's for others. Becoming strong and knowing you in every area of our life, Lord, is for others, It's the way forward because that is how we're going to take thousands and millions of people with us to heaven. If we are strong ourselves, if we know you more and more, Lord, how much more can we tell this world about who you are and about all that you want to do in their lives? We want to know you more, Father. We thank you that Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection in the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Father, we want to know you and your power. In every area of our life, God, we want to feel your power and know your power because the Bible says the same spirit that raised Jesus himself from the dead lives inside of us, Lord. And that same spirit wants to get out and wants to transform the environments that we're in. But we need to know and understand and recognize and constantly be reminded that that power is inside of us and wants to get out, God. We want to know you as the God of power. John 17, 3 says, this is eternal life, that we may know you, the only true God, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. We want to know you, Father. Philippians 3, 8 says, more than that, I count it all to be a loss. In view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them rubbish, so that I may gain Christ. Lord, let us throw away, like we talked about earlier, that bread that doesn't satisfy. Those things that we run to first, instead of you. Father, we want to know you anew in this season. We want to know you deeper, Lord, where we, we don't even entertain running to bread that doesn't satisfy. We run only to you. 1 John 2, 3 says, By this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit would convict us of sin. And, Father, we recognize that as we feel that conviction that chastening let that encourage us that we know you that we are close to you that we hear you because you love us and you respond and you chasten those that you love john 10 14 says that i'm the good shepherd and i know my own and my own know me father we want to know you we can't say it enough tonight we want to know you We want to know you. 1 John 2 4 says, The one who says, I have come to know him, and does not keep his commandments, the truth is not in him. Father, convict us tonight. If we say, We know you, but we don't keep your commandments, Lord. We're Sunday Christians, Lord. We're Easter and Christmas Christians. God, those of us who just sit in the pew, Lord, but really don't know you, convict us tonight that we need a personal relationship with you, Lord. If you came back tonight, would we go? Would you count us as ones that were not lukewarm? We want to know you tonight, Father. And finally, Lord, as we end tonight, Lord, and as we think about all that you've spoken with us tonight, we're reminded of Psalm 4610 that says just be still and know that you are God. And we're just gonna be still for a second and know that you are God. We thank you, Lord, for those areas you spoke to us tonight about that we won't pray about, can't pray about. And we believe, God, that we are going to know you and encounter you. And I believe in those specific areas by the end of these 21 days, Father, I believe that we'll have many testimonies, many stories of those things that were once unable to be prayed about, have a story of, of how you intervened and became to know us in those areas, Father. So we thank you for all that you've done tonight, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow night at 6 p.m.